Hi, this is Millie, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and as always, thank you to my loyal listeners. I wouldn't be where I am without you. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. You can also schedule a coaching session with me if you like. The information's in my bio, and I'll put it in the show notes. Also, if you want to um, contribute, please go to www.patreon.com slash NarcissisticParents, and I'll put all of those things in the show notes. Okay, guys. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to send a big hug and kiss to Maria because she felt that my podcasts and my posts were so helpful to her that she wanted to buy me the microphone and it it has just been received and I'm very excited to try it out and see how much better the quality is and how much more professional and and how much more entertaining I can make this podcast for you guys. So Maria, from the bottom of my heart, I don't know how to thank you. Um, Continue listening and I hope I can continue to help you along your journey. Okay guys, um, today I want to talk about hidden messages, hidden abuse, covert Abuse, that's what covert means. It means it's underhanded. Um, I want to talk about this because I actually already recorded a podcast with two of the letters that I asked for on Instagram. And it's incredible how different these, it, it has all been mothers. You know, this is, it's not a surprise, right? I mean, my name is on Instagram is Escaping Narcissistic Mothers. Um, It's not a surprise, although there's a lot of fathers out there and I've had messages that include, you know, my father did or my father was, and it's a daughter. And sometimes it's a son and a mother. It it could be any combination. But I want to talk about what kind of things they do that are hidden. And I'm so used to kind of doing a deep dive. Oh my goodness, that is my cat. Um, Doing a deep dive into letters that are just passive aggressive. And, you know, you, you think you know what you're reading, but you're not. You have to read between the lines and you have to kind of take every word and every sentence and and, and tear it apart and see what they really are trying to tell you. And then on the other side of the coin, there is also those moms that are very clearly being abusive. There's no question, right? So I've read both. I've read letters that, that for me, it's been like, yeah, it's, it's very easy to see. They're, they're not trying to hide that they're abusive, right? I guess it's because it's a letter and you're the one that's going to read it, right? They wouldn't normally say this in in front of anybody else, 
but we have overt narcissists as well. So maybe they would say it. So I'm going to start with the hidden ones. Um, and then I, the next podcast I put out is going to be the first of a two-parter, which would, will be the letters, which you guys, I know will enjoy and appreciate. So the first thing I want to talk about is the hidden abuse and, or the hidden messages in these communications. So one thing that happens a lot and it happens over and over again is that I, and then I've seen it is that they say, I'm sorry that you feel this way. I'm sorry that you are hurt. Okay. So those two statements are not apologies. Those two statements are almost an an accusation. They sound nice. They sound like an apology, but they're not an apology. They're an accusation. They're saying, I'm sorry that you feel bad. What kind of apology is that? That's an apology in this situation. There's two friends talking and one friend is going through something difficult and the other friend says, I'm sorry, you're feeling awful. Is there anything I can do? That's different. When a narcissist says that, they're accusing you for feeling bad for no reason because they didn't do anything. There is so much Attached to those statements, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you are hurt. Some of the letters are going to sound like love bombs. I mean, they are one giant love bomb. I love you so much. I miss you so much. We were such, you know, a great family. You're tearing us apart. A lot of those statements are love bombs. And the only purpose of a love bomb is to hoover you back into the abusive relationship. That's the only purpose. Okay. It is not sincere, especially if you have proof. Again, I'm not a licensed psychologist and I don't know any of your parents. So I can't tell you. Yeah, they're a narcissist. I go by your word. I believe you guys. I go by your word. And you're telling me they're a narcissist because you have proof. You've lived it, right? So that's why I believe you because you're the one that lived it. And they're saying how much they love you and how much they want you, you know, to be a part of the family, that gatherings and parties aren't the same without you. That's all love bomb. That's come back so I can continue to get narcissistic supply from you so I can continue abusing you and then... Even if, if I know that the more that you come back, the more I can abuse you because you will keep coming back. Okay. So please don't be fooled by an email or a text or even a voicemail. My mother attempted this over a year ago, leaving me voicemail saying things that kind of didn't make much sense because she was having some sort of dementia. I'm not sure. Um, I've talked about this in other podcasts. She had a, some some sort of mental break and, and 
she she called me saying you told me to call you because you wanted to know how I am and I, I just I'm calling you to let you know I'm doing okay I'm doing fine right it sounded almost like you know like she was concerned that I didn't know she was okay but you know of course I had never called her I'd never asked to see how she was that was a delusion to make herself feel better to think that I did care um and and it's not honestly guys it's not that I don't care but I know that I cannot get involved again so there are so many ways to get you back now that's one thing that's when you've already gotten no contact or distanced yourself very far to the point where they're like oh my god we lost her or lost him now there's this one which is the punishment letter which never starts off nice. There is never a nice word to be found in that letter, right? So this is a punishment letter. So in this case, the parent has stonewalled you. And please, I'm going to say, and not in a bad way, but don't call it that they want no contact. They're stonewalling you. There's a difference between no contact and stonewalling. No contact is what you do to keep yourself from being abused. It is your self-preservation. Stonewalling is a punishment for not falling into line, for not doing what the narcissist wants. That's stonewalling. And those letters where they are mean and aggressive and point out everything you've done wrong and... You know, they tell you that that's why I haven't spoken to you is a stonewall letter, a punishment letter. Okay. So some are going to sound like that. They're abusive in, in, in different ways, right? They're abusive in different ways. You've torn this family apart. It's all about blaming you for what they've done. Right? They never take responsibility. They, they don't have the capacity to think, what did I do to cause my child to turn their back on me? They just see you as, what a brat, right? That they, they turn their back on me after everything they've done for you, right? That's the, their thing is, is how, how ungrateful you are and you, you, you don't talk to them anymore after everything they did for you. And, what they did for you in a lot of cases is they, you know, they had a, uh, they, you had a place to live growing up, you went to school, you had some amount of clothing. A lot of us were told that they didn't have money and, and had the bare minimum of clothes. And I say us because that was me. Um... That, you know, they did the bare minimum to take care of you. And that, that's one thing. They didn't do anything extra or out of the ordinary. And then if they happen to have lent you any money as an adult, they will hold that over your head forever. And let me tell you something. As a parent, when you have a child, you have to understand that they are your responsibility even when they're adults. 
And, and what I mean is, I mean, you don't have to be to the point where you are, um, enabling them to do bad things, but you are supposed to support them and help them. If they are in need, then you help them. And because your parents may have helped you in a time of need, does not give them a right to own your mental health for the rest of your, your life or their lives. That's not okay. Right? But here I'm going to put in my advice. Do not tell them that. Do not tell them that you don't owe them anything. You just don't. And you know that. And you, whatever they say to you, you don't have to feel guilty about. They're your parents. You don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to return the favor. They're your parents. So let them say whatever they want. Now, here I'm going to interject a little more advice. If you do receive an email, a text, a letter, whatever it is, and I've said this before, but it's really important because a lot of you, and I'm glad that you kept these letters because, hey, you gave me podcast material and it was interesting to see the the the, the difference between one letter and another of how the parent treated their child. It's, it's amazing. It's mind boggling. It really is. Um, if you are no contact and even if you're not, my suggestion to you, my advice to you is do not respond in any way to the communication. Even if you are in contact with them still, do not respond to it. Especially if the, if it's, you know, one of those letters where they're just you know, we did this for you and how ungrateful and you've broken up the family and this is all your fault and do not respond. Okay. Those of you that are no contact, you also do not respond, but no response means you do not send the letter back. You do not tell them, do not contact me. You do not do anything. You just let them wonder if you ever read the letter. That is the only way that you can treat a narcissist if you go no contact. What you don't want to give them is the satisfaction of knowing that you read the letter and it made you upset. So therefore, don't let them know you you read the letter. I just I just uploaded um, a podcast of me contacting a flying monkey. And I told you guys that what I did, I don't recommend that anyone do because I manipulated the flying monkey into, um, I told her things and and I didn't specifically say anything. I just made her think that I had some magical internet powers because they don't really understand technology. So she could tell my mom and my mom could freak out over overthinking how much I know because I know my mother is still hiding a lot of stuff. But I'm going to tell you what. Number one, I don't know what she's hiding and I don't want to know. I don't need any more uh, half-siblings. I'm fine the way things are now, right? (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's just the fact that I know that she's going to be upset thinking that I know stuff I don't know. And and that, in a way, is, and I was talking to, discussing it with my husband, and I said, you know what I did was really on the verge of contact, because 
even though it wasn't direct contact with, with my mother, it was a message. I sent messages to her. I just didn't send them to her in any way that she would know I sent them to her. So I'm kind of on the, on the edge there of did I contact or not? Cause really silence is the only thing that works with narcissists. Um, I, I just, I just knew that I could manipulate the situation so that I could basically say anything and it would get back to her. So, you know, don't do it, please. Cause I still, to this moment, do not know. And I will keep you guys, I promise I will keep you up to date, um, on what happens if it, it caused her to think that she could contact me. Cause that could be the, the repercussion or the, 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 the result of what I did could be that she contacts me now. Okay. Which I will, again, I will not respond. Okay. Um, she has no idea how much I know about her condition, how much I know about how she thinks. So, you know, I don't know how she's going to take anything that my aunt might have said to her. Anyway, back to these hidden messages. So everything that a narcissist says in a letter or in person is going to have a hidden message or sometimes it's just out there in the open, right? It's out there in the open. One of the letters, um, and I think it was one of the two that I talked about in the podcast, really was about a mom who's, who had, I guess they were taking care of, a, of the pet, the daughter's pet and the pet, um, ran away and, and, and passed away actually. And the daughter didn't find out for months. And that is such a common thing. I myself know what that feels like when I was 20 years old, my, my cat, um, and, and I'm telling you what I know, but I don't know if it's true or not. My cat was, was sick, right? It was actually more my mother's cat than mine, but I was very attached to this cat. And she was sick and I come home from college and she's not there. The cat's not there. And I go to my mom, Hey, where's the cat? Which of course, the first thing that should have happened was when I opened the door was she told me what happened. But that's not what, that's not what she did. She let me sit there and look for my cat. I mean, that in and of itself is wrong. And then she, when I asked, she goes, well, we, we sent her to the ASPCA because I didn't want to take care of her anymore. And I started sobbing and, and, and I remember laying in my bed at night, that night crying picturing my poor kitty cat in a cage alone and confused. Now you would think that would be the point where she would tell me what really happened. I don't know. Like I said, I still don't know what happened, but I was ready to go find her. I was ready to go to the ASPCA and find her, but I, 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 I don't know what happened that I didn't actually go. I don't think I had a chance because I was going to school and a friend of mine told me he would, he would go with me. And what ended up happening was, um, years later, 
something happened where I, I was getting married and I had, and we were looking for an apartment. There was a problem with having a cat and I had another cat. And, and that's when my mother said to me that she didn't send my cat Kitty. I know, very original name. To the ASPCA, that kitty actually was put down because she was sick. So, out of all of that, I I still haven't picked out what the truth is. I don't know what the truth is. Part of me thinks that the ASPCA is a very possible story. Or that my mother just let her go. Because the other cat that I talked about, I had for 12 years. And she disappeared one day. And she blamed the guy I was dating, who, yes, was capable of doing it, but he was with me when it happened. I was with him. I was at his house when it happened. So, And the only person that had a key to my apartment was my mother. So it took me years and years and years to figure out that my mother was the one who came into the apartment and let my cat go. So... I kind of went in different directions, but I hope that I got to some of the gist of what what I wanted to, which was just be very careful what they say to you because what they say is not necessarily what they mean. They always have an ulterior motive to what they say, whether it's good or bad. They either want to make you feel terrible. They want to make you think that you are being discarded with a mean letter or mean words or they want they need you so desperately so so those same people who are discarding you may eventually send you that letter saying i am so sorry you feel the way you do we love you we miss you be very 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 weary of that do not forget what they said before because you can't tell me after you told me that we're not going to take this behavior anymore. We're not going to take your manipulation. Um, that's another thing. And real quick, because I've, it's already 22 minutes in, um, they learn about narcissism, especially if you've ever said that word to them. They research it, and then they use those narcissism words towards you manipulation i i read a letter which shocked me because i'm like this woman researched narcissism and is is basically calling her daughter a narcissist we are not going to take this manipulation and and i forgot the other word she used i read it so you guys will hear it in the podcast so i'm gonna leave it there Thank you, Maria. Again, I I have no words. I can't wait to start using the the, the microphone and having my own real podcast. I may even record a video so you guys can see, you know, where I put it and and what it looks like. I'm so excited. Um, And I love you guys. I love you so much. I want you to be careful with your hearts, to cover your heart. To protect your heart and your mind and your soul. Because that's you, right? And you are what's important. Other people trying to to break your heart, break your spirit, give you anxiety, give you depression. This is not 
what I want for anybody. So with that, I send you off. And until next time, a great podcast about letters. And I can read the letters to you.